Hip-hop artists from Winnipeg, Saskatoon, and beyond have banded together to form Saskatoon Folk Rap Records. The label features new and upcoming releases by the likes of The Gumshoe Strut, Epic, and Introducing the Ghost, a fantastic new record from Rob Crooks. You can find Introducing the Ghost as of October 6th on robcrooks.bandcamp.com. If you're a regular listener to the show, you may have heard an episode recently all about band merch, about getting custom shirts made, pins, patches, stickers, everything. If you want to get that in Winnipeg and Manitoba, you should go see Scott from Divine Shirt Company. Since 2013, they've been supplying local Manitoba creatives with custom printed apparel, embroidery, digital printing, and graphic design services. So if you're in the market for new merch, why not come join the hundreds of satisfied local artists and small businesses and visit Divine Shirt Company today. You can find them on Instagram at Divine Shirts or by email at info at divineshirtcompany.ca. Come on, I guess very, very recently it came out, right? Just within a few weeks now? Yeah, yeah. I just uh, I just released it at the end of August, so it's been out for just over a month. Cool, cool. Well, I was listening to it today, and, I, and you know, in contrast to, to your previous release, I mean, there's definitely similarities. They're both, uh, I guess, synth pop is probably the best way to describe them. But the other one was a lot darker, and this one, it, for lack of a better word, it's, it's cosmic. It, it just seems like it's just like gone Ooh. so far okay, like so far out in like a really good way too like i really i really like it and it just seems so much more um just kind of like like you blasted off in outer space and added a bunch of color <laughs> and a bunch of crazy sounds and it just seems so yeah. much more um just kind of uh yeah i guess like cosmic is <laughs> the best way i can describe it so what what happened i guess like, that is exactly what happened that's exactly what happened. Um, I went to outer space, and then I, I wrote a record, and, I, and here I am. <laughs> right, right. Well, you can tell. <laughs> it has that, like, you know, space dust on it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, obviously it's a, it's, it's a change. I mean, you sound like you, and, and there's definitely, you know, uh, similarities from, from album to album. But what kind of inspired this one? Because it is it is very different, and I, I, like, it, I like it better, for sure. I like the direction that you've, uh, you've taken with this. Awesome. So what what kind of inspired that? Because it's Glad definitely that. Um, more. <laughs> well, my my yeah yeah absolutely it is. Um, my creative process changed a lot um, in the past. Like I, I grew up as a piano player, and I grew up on like pop and rock and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so that's how I began writing with sort of these uh, very like. Um, I would write lyrics to popular easy chord progressions on the piano and then create a, a pop rock composition in my DAW. And then uh, it's usually your standard verse, chorus, verse, bridge, sure. chorus type thing. Uh, wait, did I say that right? Verse, chorus, <laughs> verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. <laughs> right. And maybe, maybe a solo in there too, depending uh, on... Yeah. So yeah. I got a lot more creative. Well, probably not. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um uh, I, I got a lot more creative with the arrangements in this album and uh I wrote a lot of stuff on the go, uh sort of whenever I got a surge of inspiration and uh with this album as well, um this is when I had started doing music as a full time thing. So I had the, the liberty of doing that, whereas the last album I was uh in school and working sure. nine to five jobs and stuff like that so i mean naturally my brain adapted and, and thereby my creative output as well so um 
Yeah. Uh, I also went on tour um, this past winter. Okay. And uh, I was in, I was all over the Southwest USA and uh, Western Canada. And, um, you know, you're interacting with different types of people. And so I'm, I'm getting sort of inspiration from like, a more diverse array of sources. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. So, so, was this kind of the direction that you feel it was always headed? Or did this sort of surprise you, too, as the creator of this stuff? No, I don't ever really, um, like, have... Like, I don't I don't predetermine where it's going. I just kind of, like, you know, it just, it just happens as it happens. Okay. Um, and, I mean, that's always been my process, for sure. Um, so no, no, it's, it's, you have to let it surprise you. Yeah. Well, that's I think it's a a good way to be, right? It is, is, is that it does surprise you rather than forcing something onto yourself, right? Of course, of course. Yeah. Um, the way the songs come together now feels a lot more natural. Um, I give the ideas space to breathe and flow before I start structuring them and uh, it, it lends to a truer interpretation of whatever I'm channeling. Like I'm not grasping for rhymes anymore. I, I kind of let each element of the mix tell a story and uh, it's an exercise in listening for the audience. Cool. Uh, does the, uh, again, for lack of a better word, I'm just going to keep calling it cosmic because I <laughs> like that description of it. But uh, the, I'm cool with that. Does the cosmicness <laughs> of it, because you've always had like a strong visual element too, to what you're doing, especially as far as yeah. live shows and things like that. Has this kind of yeah. ramped up considerably now that you have this sort of uh, like technicolor uh, outer space sort of vibe going on? Again, this is my own interpretation of it, but it seems very bright and very... Yeah, no, yeah. I, I like to hear your interpretation and everyone's interpretation. I, I always say that I'm waiting for someone to tell me what genre I am because I'm influenced by so many genres. Um, and uh, the, the past... Uh, since I was working on this album, um, I moved in with my partner, who's a visual artist, okay. and I can probably attribute a lot of the the color. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, yeah. To his world. <laughs> that that definitely makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, what was your original question? Oh, it was just about the, the um, stage performances. Yeah, and just like the whole visual yeah. element of it, and how important that is to the the overall package, I guess. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's evolved, absolutely, and um, like I said, my partner is an artist, and he's um, also collaborated with me on this album, Um, as you might have noticed, his name is Arrows, and uh, one of my last performances, well, other than my my release um, show at First Fridays, uh, my last real performance before COVID um, was at the Park Theater, and... uh, we did like a, a, we played at a cabaret show and uh, we had like a bunch of colorful props and, and like um, swords and stuffed animals. Nice. And like uh, we would throw the stuffed animals at each other and then like bat them into the audience with um, swords and bats and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, you you could say it's evolved, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. So th- I have a little more fun now. <laughs> I, I can tell it comes through. I think it comes through in the songs too. It comes through in the songs and in, the, in what I've seen of yeah. uh, the visuals. Um, I, I did have some questions about your release party because you, you did that at, at a weed store, right? Like, how how did that come about? 
Yeah, so it was actually, um, so my best friend uh, is a manager there. Okay. Um, and they had been doing, or they had done a, a couple of shows for First Fridays, um, just like casual art shows outside. And so I think that I was like um, the first just sort of like uh, introduced music in, into that. Okay. Um, what they were doing there. Um, but, you know, with, uh, with COVID and everything, it's... Uh, you know, first Friday certainly hasn't been as lit. Of course, yeah, yeah. As it normally is. Um, so it was really nice to just play a show. A show with, you know, <laughs> actual people, humans. Yeah, <laughs> I've yeah. been live streaming. I've been live streaming since the spring. Um, and, uh, you know, that's so, so there's that, but it's not the same thing, right? No, for sure. What is it like to, to release an album during all of this? Because, I mean, it's it's affected everyone, not just musicians, obviously. Like, you know, just the idea of having a release show. I mean, it, it, a lot of people are in your position and they just haven't been able to do it. I mean, you had that opportunity, which is awesome. Right, and I mean, but... I, I mean, my last release show was like, you know, kind of a big deal. And this one, I just, uh, it was it was just very casual and like, you know, just literally on the side of the street. Like, sure. you know, no, no cover charge, no whatever. Because, you know, I don't know who knows what kind of turnout you would get if you held a release show and what kind of the standards are changing like weekly or For sure. whatever. Um, so I just, I wasn't prepared to do that.
so as far as releasing the album during this time, it, I mean, the way that it all kind of worked was for the most part in my favor. I was on tour when COVID happened, yeah. um, but I was like on the tail end of my tour. Um, so it was like, I was in California and then, uh, you know, shit hit the fan and then, um, we came home and, uh, and I started live streaming and, um, what I, I mean, what I would have been doing other than focusing on, you know, getting my album done might have been, you know, work, sure. uh, the, the door to door, the shows, the whatever. Um, so it, it, like I say, it kind of worked out in my favor. It, it made me get my shit together because what what else are you going to do in quarantine? <laughs> you can't do anything. You work on your shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, no. Sorry, go ahead. No, that was that was the end of my. Oh, okay, okay. Never, never sure. <laughs> so just with Zoom, you get these like pauses, and you're not sure if someone's actually as well yeah. to say or not. But have you found this period of of quarantine of COVID to be productive as far as creativity? Yeah, of course, of course. Um, you know, like I say, I was uh, I was in the the states and uh, on tour, and if I hadn't been quarantined, I probably wouldn't have um, had been able to focus as intensely on my album. And there's a chance that I might have not have been able to release it as soon okay. as I did. Okay. So, uh, I mean, I don't know really for sure who's to say, but, um, yeah. you know, I definitely use that time to focus on my work. So, yeah, well, I mean, I, th I think that it, it, from what I've, you know, I've been doing two episodes a week sort of online like this, uh, since this, this yeah. started. And so it's quite, quite a lot of content over, over the pandemic. And depending on who I talk to, the, the answers are like radically different. Like some people have just found it yeah. impossible to write during this period and they're bummed out and they're, they're, they think they're, they're like depressed because they can't play shows. And other people have been super, super productive and just sitting there like churning out tons and tons of music. So I think it really depends on the person on how they kind of, uh, deal with this isolation and this kind of, you know, forced, uh, Solitude, I guess. Yeah, I guess I suppose it depends on yeah, like whether you thrive around other people or alone. Like I'm definitely an alone type person, so I was I was more than okay with like not feeling pressured to socialize or like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know do shows or whatever. I mean, don't get me wrong, I like doing shows, but like the shows don't pay the bills, you know. Sure. And, uh, it's you know. Well, you mentioned earlier. You mentioned earlier that now you're, you know, the, one of the big differences between the two records is that now you're doing this full time without having the the other distractions, you know, uh, of school and yeah. things like that. So, has this? What kind of blow has this been for you in terms of, you know, like you were touring, you have a new album. What has this done for you, you know, as a working musician? Well, I started live streaming. Um, so, I live stream on an app called Beagle Live. Um, it's uh, it's popular in Asia okay. and uh, is just starting to kind of gain popularity in the United States and Canada. Um, and so that's, that's my paycheck is live streaming every day, every day, um, performing, like singing for the most part, like on, on average, it's every day. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. That's, that's a lot of for, live for small increments of time. It is, it is. So it's given me the chance to build my following on a different platform yeah. um, and connect with other musicians and, and other performers and entertainers. Um, and so, yeah, that's been, that's been taking up a lot of my time. And uh, it, it's 
yeah, it it's given me the opportunity to grow as a performer in, in a time where like you know nobody's doing no one's performing. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that, that's. I mean, a lot of people have been live streaming, but not every day. That's a that's a lot of work. Have you um, what has the reaction been? I mean, are, are you finding the audience out there that maybe would have had no idea you existed kind of before this, or is it a lot of the same sort of people you are already playing to? Well, I'm always surprised at who my my audience is. So, like, I mean, oh, like you know. Uh, but I have met a lot of creative people that I may not have met otherwise. Okay. Um, prior to prior to COVID, I was selling my music door to door. Actually. Yeah, I think I saw um, something on social media so, about that. That's that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. So yeah, so that that's that was how I was sustaining myself as a, a full time musician, and and now it's through live streaming, yeah, and social media. So well, you know what? Actually, yeah. now that you mentioned the door to door thing, I remember whenever you were doing this, um, someone posted online, someone I was friends with on social media, uh, saying that someone had come to their door and sold them a CD, and they posted a picture of the CD, and I was like, oh, I've I've had her on my podcast. I know who this is. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody does it. No, no one does it. Yeah, yeah. How did that go? Like, (laughs) what was the reaction to that from most people? Oh, there was mixed reactions. I believe it. I believe it, yeah. I got... There was all of the reactions. Any reaction you can imagine, I got it. Sure, sure, yeah. But you did manage to sell some CDs, I'm assuming, right? Like, enough to to, to make it worthwhile? Yeah, it was a a full-time job. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've heard of anyone else doing that. So you're a pioneer in that department, right? anyway. Yeah, it's cool. Um, yeah. <laughs> so one of the things that I've been kind of uh, talking to a lot of people about, um, and this is, I think, partially my own little dream here, is the idea that because COVID has just wrecked the music industry so completely, I have this hope that you know once all of this clears out, whenever it, whenever it, it, it we get back to some semblance of normal, there's going to be more opportunities. I'm hoping for you know independent artists, DIY artists, weird artists, people doing things that are not necessarily mainstream because everyone's been affected, right? Like the big bands can't tour either. And so do you think that there's an opportunity that might arise from this for someone like you who's doing something that's, you know, definitely left to center in terms of, uh, you know, mainstream acceptance uh, to to maybe get some opportunities? And and, and then now that you've been, for example, developing your live stream thing and growing your audience in, in experimental ways? Um, I think there's always an opportunity if your if your eyes are open to them. So I don't think that really it, it matters what happens or doesn't happen um, at the end of the pandemic, right? Or the end of the world, perhaps. <laughs> Which could know. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> that might happen before the end of the pandemic. <laughs> that we'll might see. be the end of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Um, that could be an opportunity for me as well. <laughs> <laughs> Soundtrack for the end of the world. Yeah, yeah. No, that's actually like the, that's actually the uh, the mantra for my next album. But, oh yeah, but yeah, <laughs> I'm serious. No, I believe you. I believe you. There's an audience for that too. I think. I mean, people are legitimately worried about that happening, right? So it's yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they're always worried about that happening. That's true. Yeah, forever. But, yeah. Like, um, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what. I don't know what sort of, I, I have like ideas of what might happen if, you know, yeah. things went one way or another, but like, I don't know, you know, 
whatever happens happens and like if you're uh, if you're in the right mindset then you can you can capture the the things that are for your your best purpose or whatever right right regardless like, of what's going on around you yeah 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 it's just just fucking relax and, <laughs> and like <laughs> yeah. just re- relax and get cosmic yeah, yeah <laughs> to, use, to use that word again yeah yeah um so you know <laughs> I don't want to dwell too much on the pandemic, but because it's on like top of everyone's minds, once this, assuming things get back to some form of normalcy soonish, what's your plan then? Are you hoping to go back out on tour as soon as you can once it's safe to do so, or, or what do you want to do? No, not necessarily. Um, it, it it just it depends on other elements of my life and sure. my creative process, and like I. Uh, I'm not planning too far in advance right now because there's really just no point. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, when the time comes to plan, we shall plan. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Well, then, we shall talk to our friends on the internet. <laughs> right, right, and that's the only way we shall talk to our friends, yeah. 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 Have you, um, I mean, you know, over the the time between the, the, the previous album and this one, have you sort of uh, had a better idea of finding out sort of where you fit within the local music scene here? Or are you just an, no. out, an outlier who just fits where you fit? No, I just can't figure that out. 
no, I don't know. I don't know where I fit in. Um, like I say, I'm inspired by so many genres. Yeah. Um, like I, uh, I was in a metal band and, and so I was doing, doing shows with that scene. Even when I, I transitioned to a solo pop artist, I was still doing shows in that scene. Okay. Um, and then, you know, rock shows and, um, I was doing lots of shows in the burlesque scene. Um, and to be fair, there's like, uh, there's, there's, there's not a wide variety of scenes in Winnipeg. Um, but like, like I say, I've gone, I've got, I went all over the States, yeah. um, and a little bit of, of Canada and like, I, I, I haven't found any music that's like mine, so that's good, but it's also really confusing. Yeah. Well, it's definitely a good thing, right? I mean, because that means you're you're doing something unique, which is, I mean, I think obvious anyway, <laughs> but it's nice yeah. to have that uh, reinforced, I guess, right? That, that you're yeah. doing... Yeah, yeah. But then, yeah, wh- what kind of shows do you play, and how, how do you sort of... Uh... So I just, I just really keep my options open, you know? Like, um, I'm inspired by all sorts of, sorts of genres, and I, I, I say this, like, a hundred times a, a day, like... <laughs> Um, with live streaming and stuff now, but yeah. like, um, you know, if someone likes what I do and they ask me to do a show and it's a completely, it, it's probably going to be a completely different genre than mine. You yeah. Know? Just, just out so of necessity. Yeah. 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 I don't fit in any scene that I know of. <laughs> if you find one, please let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The phone lines are open <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> do you like being sort of nebulous like that where you can float from one, you know, from one scene to the next and not really necessarily be pigeonholed into one area? Well, I think that there's advantages and disadvantages of either end of the spectrum. Right. Um, so, so do I like it? Sometimes yes. Sometimes it's annoying and confusing, but <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, is that why your bio says you're from Neptune and you're born in the year 14,000 and something? And Yes, yeah. exactly. I love that bio, by the way. That's, that's fantastic. I, I, I was looking, <laughs> oh, I'm glad you read it. <laughs> I was looking stuff up today because I was like, oh, you know, I need to I need to listen to the record and everything before we do this interview. And I was looking at, um, I actually just Googled you and that was the first thing that came up in that little box in the corner. Yes, it was like, I, I, did, I did my SEO today. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Twitch it, musical artist. And then there's that bio and it was just fantastic. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Very happy to see that. That's, uh you're doing something right with the search search engines if that's what's coming up so <laughs> that's oh, really yes. cool oh yes I actually um, I wrote that or, or at least part of it for um, like I was doing a cabaret show and so they always ask you for like an introduction and sure. by this point like I've been doing these shows for for like five years or whatever so um, I'm just like oh I, it's, I'm so like bored of talking about myself so I just I wrote something like just weird and yeah. Um, you know, and and then you know they laughed on stage when they read it, and and I thought that was fun, so I just kept doing that. Yeah, but it, it somehow fits the the new music you have, though. It seems like you know it, yeah. it's, it's tailor made for for what you have out now, so it works perfectly. I don't even try branding anymore; it just happens now. <laughs> That's awesome. Nobody buys me. Talking to
Yeah, so I'm I live stream on an app called Be Alive, right. um, and it's available on like mobile devices. And uh, it's my user ID is just my name, Twitchit. Okay. Um, and I stream at random times throughout the day, and I really can't tell you when you can catch <laughs> me because I haven't <laughs> made a consistent show time as of yet. Um, I'm, you know, still feeling it out, and uh, sometimes I don't feel like sticking to a schedule, sure. and so I just don't. <laughs> but uh, there's no rules I, anymore. I mean, I'm on all the time. Exactly, I'm on almost every day. So you know, if uh, and if I'm doing something like if I'm doing a show or a performance, I'll often post those on social media. Okay. So, do you save all that stuff? Like, are you recording all of those uh, performances you're doing? during this time no no not yet anyways okay um uh, i'm really just fucking around right now yeah fair enough uh (laughs) when i'm no longer fucking around then i will be i will be in serious content production mode fair enough yeah no that's that's cool so uh if someone wants to check out the album the website obviously is is where it's it's streaming there um where else can they get it it's uh, so it's on my website twitchit.com they can also get it on uh you know spotify apple music YouTube, what like basically all of the sites. Okay. okay. <laughs> Wherever you can like stream or download music, I will be there. Cool. Do you have a preference? Uh, like, is there one that yeah, benefits my, you? Yeah, my website because Spotify doesn't pay me really. Anything. And uh, I mean, you know, because I'm like, unless you're Taylor Swift, you're not getting paid by Spotify. Well, she's still getting like three hundred <laughs> bucks for a million views or something. Yeah, so it's not really exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, and the same with Apple Music and all, like, the those mainstream t- type ones. So, um, you know, I, I always tell people, like, if they want to check it out, you know, go to those places. If you want to buy and support, um, the digital is available on my website, twitchit.com. I'm also, um, like, signing and personally mailing my CDs right now. Awesome. I just got them in. Um, so if, if anyone wants a CD, they can just DM me on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Awesome. And I'll mail I'll mail them a CD. That's awesome, 
yeah. as someone who still <laughs> listens to CDs and has still refuses to figure out Spotify and all that stuff, I, I'll take one. <laughs> I will send you a all message. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yes. I definitely would prefer yeah, a CD. So too. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, very cool. Um, you know, when I was doing my door to door stuff, it's, it's funny because everyone who, uh, says that they still listen to CDs thinks that nobody else listens to CDs, but everybody asks me for CDs. Yeah. You know, people want something to hold in their hands. Yeah, for sure. Especially if it's supporting a local artist too, right? I mean, if it's, you're listening to, you know, someone who sold 11 billion records, like it doesn't matter, I guess. But yeah, if, if it's someone local who put the time and effort into actually putting on a physical product, you want, you want to get that to at least. Absolutely. Have. I like to trade my CDs with other musicians too. That's cool. That's, that's awesome. That's what people used to do, right? And I feel like that whole yeah. era of doing that is gone. I used to do that too when I was in bands. We had tapes and it would be yeah. just, you know, I'll trade you like this tape and this thing for a shirt or whatever. Yeah. And it, it, it was great. Yeah. I still have all of that stuff I got from back then and it's like prized possessions now, you know, but. Yeah, now everything's digital and everything's disposable, and I'm glad you're doing CDs. <laughs> it, it warms the heart, yeah. It's nice yeah. to see people still doing that. Yeah. It warms the heart. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad you have the album out. Like, like I said, I really like it. Um, I, I was, uh, not that I didn't like the previous one, but this is definitely up more my alley. There's a lot of, um, yeah. I, think, I think it's, again, like the, the color of it. I mean, sonically and visually and everything. It really, uh, yeah, I really dig it. It's, it's cool, and it's... Uh, like you said, it's hard to pin down what genre you are, but I don't know if that even matters. You have this this cool record, and yeah. and uh, you're still making music during the pandemic, and yeah. So um, my uh, my partner actually did my album cover as well. Um, he, he he does all of the art, and uh, his name is Eric Stowe, okay. and uh, he he does he does musician album covers now. Cool. <laughs> So if anyone likes my album cover, right, right, you know, yeah, they you know. want a pretty album cover of their very own. <laughs> they know who to contact. Right on, right on. Okay, awesome. Well, yeah, that's uh, that's a good plug. I like, I like the plug at the end there. You have to do that, right? I mean, it's uh, it's it's a good way to get to get in business. Sell, well, sell, yeah. sell, 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 destroy, destroy, destroy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, so if you want to sell one more time before we end this, where can they find the record? I mean, I know we just said it, but plug it one more time. Twitchit.com. Awesome.